Today, I'm speaking with the Reverend Jenny Geddes, the rector of Church of the Incarnation in Gaffney, South Carolina. Our conversation looks at, at what it's meant to be a congregation who's had to gather in new ways, learn new things, and be uh, the body of Christ in this world, in this new time. She shares about the ways they've adapted their ministries, created new ministries, and their hopes for what is to come. I hope you enjoy this episode of Make, Equip, and Send, the stories that shape EDUSC. All right, today I'm with Jenny Geddes, who's the rector at Incarnation in Gaffney in the upper part of the state. Thank you, Jenny, for joining us today. Thank you for asking. Yeah, of course. Um, so tell me about about Incarnation, about your ministry there. Who are the people of Incarnation? We are a casual, <laughs> relaxed, exuberantly loving and giving parish. Um, it's really a privilege to serve with these remarkable people. Um, and Incarnation has a special heart for children and for feeding the hungry. That's great. Yeah, some of the things hopefully you'll share about in a minute, but that I've seen y'all doing is, is just remarkable. Um, so what we're doing um, with these interviews that I've had is talking to folks about what it's like to be church during COVID, what it's like to be church now. I've talked to a, a college minister. I've talked to a youth minister about you know those changing dynamics in communities. And you're the first rector of a congregation I'm talking to. And so I'm just interested to hear you're going along. Things are moving along in February. And then six months ago, this happens. What kind of challenges have you as a clergy person faced, as incarnation, as a community faced? What have been kind of the, the hurdles? Um, the first one was the technology. I'm <laughs> old and dumb <laughs> and getting on board with um, everything it took in order to do our services virtually was a pretty big hurdle at first. Um, it Thanks to you and the stuff that you post it seriously. Um, every question I had about technology, there would be on our website in a way that even I could understand. <laughs> um, and actually, I have found doing our services virtually has expanded our reach considerably. Um, we've reconnected with folks that have moved away or for whatever reason haven't been in years. Um, and it's kept us in contact with our college students so much better. It's really been pretty remarkable. Um, in January, we started offering morning prayer at the church five days a week, and we were averaging three people in attendance. We're now doing it on Facebook. And we have 15 or 20 every day. It's remarkable. That's great. Yeah, we, my parish I served in Houston was similar. We did daily morning and evening prayer at the church. And sometimes it was me. Yeah. Maybe my kids would be there. Um, but then Hurricane Harvey hit. And, you know, similarly, we moved to Facebook online. And mm -hmm. now there's a dozen or more. And so the way that ministries can adapt and change, I mean, y'all are evidence of that for even you're not 
technologically dumb. You've figured it out. You've done great stuff. But for even folks for who it's not a native language, yeah. um, the way you can use technology is pretty amazing. So that's that sounds like a pretty big blessing that's come out of this is, is expanding yeah. your reach there. What are some other ways that you've seen God working? How's God been present even in the midst of this time? Oh, I, <laughs> in every way. Um one of the things that we have adapted is our way of giving away food at Bread from Heaven, which is, you know, we're a small parish. Um, and so, gosh, probably 10 years ago now, we, we tried to figure out instead of doing a piecemeal job of a lot of different outreach ministries, what if we picked just one that took all of us to do and really do it like crazy. And so we started Bread from Heaven. And during COVID, there's been more food than ever available. Um, we've gotten the, the the boxes of fruit and vegetables that the FDA has given out. We've had two of those for every shopper every month, all summer. Um, and we've just had access to so much more food. And so we figured out how we could distribute that food without having contact. Um, the contact is kind of the hallmark of how we do our food pantry normally um, because we're personally invested in the people that we give the food to. And it's a lot of hugging and talking together and taking prayer requests. And we typically have them pick their own food so that we're sure they're getting things they like. But obviously we can't do that now. Um, but at least we're getting the food into people's hands. Um, we just have them drive up and we put a bag on a table. They put it in their car and off they go. That's great. Yeah, it's been interesting to see how congregations have adapted their ministries and mm -hmm. everything from, you know, contactless pickup, just like the grocery stores and everyone has figured out churches have figured out really innovative ways to continue to serve their communities. I also saw some pictures of um, kids hanging out in y'all's parish in your parish hall. Yep. Tell me about how y'all, you know, connected with your students. Um, again, a lot, this is possible only because we're a smaller church. Um, but we have opened up our parish hall to kids doing virtual learning. Um, we call it incarnation Academy. And what we figured out was we've got a lot of single parents who they're the only breadwinner for their family. They can't not work. Um, we also have several families who live so far out in the country that they don't have internet access. And one family in particular, the school could set them up with a hotspot, but she has five children they can't all be on a hot spot. So we um, invested the money in adding more routers in our church and making sure we were up to speed there. And we have opened the parish hall to parishioners' kids. Um, we have one parent a day who comes in and proctors and is there to help the kids however they need it, and also to make sure that they are doing the sanitizing they're supposed to do and that we're flushing the building with fresh air twice a day and all those different things. Um, and it's been 
great for the parents. <laughs> I mean, it's really made life possible for the parents. Um, but it's also been great for the kids because they're not so isolated anymore. You know, they're actually seeing other kids and we've got a great playground outside where they can run around and take their masks off for a minute and a basketball goal and all kinds of stuff. So that's great. Yeah. That's, you know, I know superintendent Spearman and others have really leaned on the faith communities to help fill in some gaps that yeah. the schools can't safely provide exactly. and rightly so right now, you know, kind of the social emotional development. So right. that's, really wonderful to hear y'all responding to that call and the call, you know, to serve the children, right? Jesus is pretty clear about how we are to behave with our kids. Well, and incarnation has always had such a heart for kids. Um, when I put out the call, um, just saying, these are the supplies we're going to need in order to do that. I had more than what we needed within a week. You know, wow. we needed the headsets for every child and um, little bins to put all their supplies in and all kinds of stuff just came pouring in. That's amazing. So as we're now six months into this and we're, you know, people are starting to regather and we can maybe see what it might be like in a new normal, whatever that looks like. What are what are your hopes um, for your ministries, for Incarnation, for Gaffney going forward? What's your hope right now? <laughs> it's 2020. You can't have any <laughs> hopes or plans. Come on. Um, I, I guess my hope is that we continue to be flexible and to respond to the new needs as they arrive and the new possibilities as they arrive. Um I had a fear early on that we would um, you know, lose a lot of folks, lose contact with a lot of folks. And we've had to get real creative about how we made sure that didn't happen. Um, and so my part of my hope is that we do all come back when this is over. Absolutely. No. And now, you know, back or to you in particular in this time and all these times, um, what are you learning from? Who are you learning from? You know, I'm, I'm trying to gather resources from folks yeah. around the diocese. What are you read? Are there things you're reading, listening to kind of what's feeding your heart and your mind? Um, okay. I hear two different questions there in terms of um, learning how to be the church. I'm doing an extraordinary yeah. amount of cyber stalking. <laughs> Um, watching other churches' services, looking at what they're doing, um, kind of gathering up best practices the best way I can. Um, in terms of what's feeding my heart and my soul, it's the daily office. It's that rhythm of beginning every day um, with with the prayers that we all say together, even if we're not in the same room. Um, and I draw such strength from even sharing the prayers that generations and generations of people have drawn strength from. Um, uh, that's yeah, you're right. It is 2020 and 
what we're talking about tomorrow won't be on any of our minds today because something new is around the corner, but morning prayer is still there. Yeah. You know, Christ yeah. is the same yesterday, today and forever. And so that's really, you know, to hear you talk about the daily office and the rhythms that we particularly as Anglicans have in our DNA to help ground us. Yeah. So thanks for your time. This was great to hear. Yeah. And there's a sign outside. I believe there's a banner outside your church. And so I want to make sure folks know, because this is true of incarnation. Hopefully it's true of our 60 congregations around. What are the words that are outside your building? It says our doors may be closed, but our church is still open. Amen. It it gives the information on how to worship with us online. Sure. Sure. And yeah, that's you know, what the world needs to hear right now is, yeah. yeah, we might not be able to be in person. It may look different, but we're still the church. Our call to to be the church in the world remains. And, you know, I'm honored that you took this time and I'm, you know, proud to see what Incarnation is doing in the Gaffney community. Thank so you thank you. Much. Yeah. Thank you.